Welcome to the Fresh Start Church Podcast, where we exist to influence a nation with revival. Here you'll find preached messages from our pastors. We pray that the spirit of revival is imparted to you as you listen. To watch live, check us out on YouTube or visit our website at freshstartaz.com. And to stay connected with us, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. I'm going to finish uh, the impartation of being a doorkeeper in your city, your region for this month. And tonight I will, for the next few moments, talk about turn the key, turn the key, turn the key, turn the key. So 1 Chronicles 9, and the gatekeepers were Shalom and their brethren. Shalom was the chief, and his brethren from his father's house were in charge of the work of the service. They were in charge. Did y'all get that? Gatekeepers of the tabernacle. Their fathers had been keepers of the entrance to the camp of the Lord, and Phineas had been the officer over them in time past, and the Lord was with him. Zechariah was the keeper of the door of the tabernacle of meeting. And all those chosen as gatekeepers were 212. David and Samuel, uh, the seer, had appointed them to their trusted office. Yes. So they and their children were in charge of the gates of the house of the Lord, the house of the tabernacle by assignment shout by assignment the gatekeepers were assigned to four directions Hmm. the east the west the north and the south for this trusted office were four chief gatekeepers they were Levites and they had charge over the chambers and the treasuries, well, of the house of God. And they lodged all around the house of God because they had responsibility. 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 Not just activity, but responsibility. Activity responsibility the early church felt in the word of God felt responsibility but oh my how down through the years that has weakened to just become activity may we once again feel responsibility for the territories so they had the responsibility and They were in charge, yes, of opening it, opening, opening it every morning. On your way down to your seat, scream at your neighbor, turn the key, turn the key. Thank y'all. Come on, scream it, scream it, scream it. Those of you watching online, thank you for joining us tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you for uh, staying with us, whatever time zone that you're in. Amen. Can you welcome Jeremiah Johnson? He's here with us tonight. He'll be with us all day tomorrow. Hallelujah. Shout, turn the key. You know, aren't you grateful for in the natural for those who, um, who get to places early and open the doors and all you have to do is walk in? Where are you, Matt? Where are Matt's? Uh, are you in here, Matt? Amen. He's probably, I don't know where he is. He's usually down in the pit back there or back out there. But uh, Matt is our door opener around here at Fresh Start. Um, he turns the key. Come on. And most of us, we just get here and we just walk in. Somebody shout, turn the key. 
So, you know, I appreciate, we all appreciate those people who make the sacrifice in the natural to make life easier for everyone else that gets early and opens the door. But let me talk spiritual, of course, tonight. To those, I appreciate those who in the spirit realm, they open gates, come on. They open atmospheres and they open up the spiritual realm. You are my hero. I have high respect for you. I have high respect for those who open because others, I'm talking about in the spirit now. Come on. Others can just walk right in and enjoy what you have opened up because you know how to pay the price. Come on. To open up the heavens. How many know that in the church today that God is raising up openers? Come on. Those who will turn the key. Not just those who come in and enjoy. Come on. Not just those that walk in, it, but those who are raised up to open every morning and feel the responsibility to open to open the heavens, to open the atmosphere, to open the door uh, to the king of glory and turn the key to the door that leads to more. I'll say it again. To turn the key to the door that leads to more, that leads to revival. We're going to see that I I believe in 2021. I believe many of them were birthed in 2020 but we're going to see them all throughout this nation. I believe from the north and the south and the east and the west I believe it is God's desire to see the regions and this nation covered with door openers with people that will turn the key in the spirit realm and you may be saying I'll never be one of those people you pastor watching online may be saying I don't think my church can ever be that kind of a church and it's to you that I say that you are the very one that God is looking for he's not looking for the know it all he's not looking for the one who has it all figured out he's looking for the one that is in the closet with their face down on the carpet and crying out and saying God I don't know what to do anymore and God says just take my hand and let me have your hand and I'm gonna raise you up high in your humility to open up a door to your region somebody shout yes you're the one he's looking for This scripture in 1 Chronicles takes place as the Israelites are back in their ancestral land. They're back in their territory. Everybody say territory. The scripture that we just read is, is after 70 years of captivity and this territory, this land was promised to them by God. And of course it was first possessed by Joshua. And through these scriptures we see here the organization and the order for the house of God in the territory. The organization and the order for the house of God in the territory. And they were each answering their call to duty at the door. They were answering a call to duty at the door. And each of them, as we see in these scriptures, was faithful to fulfill their assignment at the door. Shout assignment. Faithful to fulfill their assignment given at the door. And specifically in this chapter, we see the placement and the assignment of gatekeepers and keepers of the entrance and doorkeepers, all meaning the same thing, and the territory that they had returned to needed someone to keep the door and they were sent these scriptures said to the north and the south and the east and the west and I say right now in this portion of the message we are going to prophesy tonight over our nation from Isaiah 43 verse 6 we say to the north give up and we say to the south keep not back bring my sons from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth we prophesy that every gateway in every territory in the United States of America have a doorkeeper and be opened to the presence of God. If you agree with me tonight, shout yes. So this passage of scripture in First Chronicles, as well as others in the word of God, give us a spiritual parallel, if I can tonight, an insight, a spiritual insight into our duties and our mantle and our assignment as spiritual doorkeepers to, of revival to our cities and our region and our, and our nation. Now, once again, the, the Hebrew word for gatekeeper is the same word for doorkeeper or for keeper. 
keepers of the entrance, etc. Porter and other uh, 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 titles are used in the word of God. But for the sake, of course, of this message, I'm going to use doorkeeper or gatekeeper. And I'm going to use this as a spiritual parallel tonight. First of all, talking about the duty at the door. The duty at the door. First Chronicles 9.27 said that they had a responsibility. They were in charge of opening the door every single morning. Every single morning they were in charge of opening the door. How many understand that when you are a doorkeeper you allow access. Come on. You are the openers the ones who turn the key. How many understand that we have a lot of people that are looking for success when they should be looking for access. Come on. They're looking for success when they should be looking for access. How many understand also that when you have access, that is success. Come on. Give him praise for that. Amen. Because a doorkeeper is a watchman. A doorkeeper is a protector. A doorkeeper is a guardian of the entry point. And they occupy a position and an assignment. And at all costs, this doorkeeper and this gatekeeper will not allow that door and that entry point to go unattended. In the assignment of sustained revival, a doorkeeper will guard the door, making certain that revival has an access point. And if there is not an entry point, pastors, then revival cannot come. We cannot just wish it to come. We cannot just sit around and wait on it to come. Come on, we've got to be actively opening the door to the presence of God and the king of glory. There is a constant watch at the door making sure that it is open, that we are opening it continually for the presence of God or for revival. A doorkeeper is of and pertaining to all things that are surrounding the house of God. Stay with me. Or the presence of God. Somebody shout the presence of God. Wave your hand if you felt the presence of God tonight. Come on. I said wave your hand. I mean it was strong in this place tonight. Those of you watching online, I hope that you felt it in your living room or wherever you are. But it was strong in this atmosphere. And a doorkeeper is everything pertaining and surrounding the house of God. Or we could say the presence of God. Listen to me now. We make revival too difficult. It is the presence of God. Come on. Revival is the presence of God. It is the presence of God that invades our hearts and invades our lives and invades our churches. We give complete control to the presence of God. The presence of God is the center of it all. Not myself, not the evangelist, not the worship leader. Come on. Not the deacon, not this one, not that one, not the teacher, not this one. We're all important and we're all necessary and we are the body of Christ, but his presence is revival. And this, my friends, is what we must keep the door open to is his presence. Shout if you know what I'm talking about. When somebody walks in this place, we want them to leave saying, surely the presence of the Lord was in that place. Surely the presence of the Lord shook me to the core. Surely the presence of the Lord wrecked my life and rocked my world. If that's what you want in this place, then I can tell you that you are hungry to be a doorkeeper. Come on for revival. Revival will be undeniable because God has filled the house. We won't have to announce it. We won't have to convince anybody because you feel him, you sense him, and some may even tangibly see him and hear him. We know he's here. Angelic activity is present all around us. Heart responses of the people are flowing freely. Why? Because God has come in through the door that I opened for him. Come on. 
The position of a doorkeeper in those days that we read about was an honorable position. It was an honorable position alongside the singers in the in the tabernacle or the or the temple and the in the house of God and the musicians and the priests. And because of this and their duties at the door, they occupied the doorkeepers occupied chambers in the temple. In other words, they were continual. They were in continual close proximity to the presence of God. Doorkeepers will make sure that they are in continual close proximity to the presence of God. We see in the Bible in this passage of scripture that literally the doorkeepers or the gatekeepers they took up residence in the house of God. They took up residence in his presence. Come on y'all. How many know we got to take up residence in his presence if we're going to be doorkeepers of revival in our territories and doorkeepers can be found in this close proximity to his presence because they're worshipers and they're intercessors. Let me tell you what opens the door to revival. Hear me now. This is not going to be anything that probably hardly many of you haven't already heard, but you better ask the Holy Spirit for a revelation tonight. Let me tell you what opens the door. It is our pure, raw, uninhibited, unfiltered worship and cry of our heart. You see, that didn't excite you. Why did that not excite you? Why did that not grip something on the inside of you? It is literally our pure, raw worship that opens the door. I'll say it again. We've been making this way too difficult. God says, just live in my presence and stand up to the principality at the gateway of that territory and say, I am a doorkeeper of this city and this region and I stand here and I worship Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You say that's too simple. Well, then you're making it too hard because all the devil needs to hear and all the principality needs to hear is that you're not going to allow him to take over your territory that Jesus is Lord and he will be worshipped in Phoenix, Arizona. He will be worshipped in Peoria, Arizona. He will be worshipped in the state and in the southwest region of Arizona. Somebody get up on your feet right now and lift up your voices and say I will be a doorkeeper as I worship my God. Come on! Worship opens the door. The gatekeepers or the doorkeepers, they were Levites. The ones who sustained worship to the Lord night and day. Psalm 8410. How lovely are your tabernacles, O Lord of hosts. Feel this verse, come on. My soul yearns, yes, even pines, and is homesick for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out and sing for joy to the living God. We need worship leaders in the body of Christ today. Are you with me? That are willing to pay the price to go past a song set. Come on. You're willing to give up practicing four or five hours on that tag, worship leader, band leader. Some of y'all don't know what that means, but they'll get it. You're willing to give four or five hours, and I'm not saying not to be skilled and not to be practiced, but you pour more time into that than you do on your face in the courts. God is raising up worship leaders. Come on, worship leaders in this hour that know how to enter into his presence, but not only that, they know how to challenge the principalities that are at the gateways of their city. Worship leaders, it's not just singing about a song set. It is singing literally to heaven and bringing heaven to earth to challenge the principality that is over your city come on this is why we don't see revival 
for a day in your courts or your presence is better than a thousand anywhere else. And I would rather be a doorkeeper at the threshold in the house of my God than to dwell at ease, at ease, at ease in the tents of wickedness. As doorkeepers of revival for our cities and our regions, we must become gripped with Psalm 84 heart posture. Come on. A yearning soul, a homesick heart, a voice that cries out, a voice that sings with joy. But Pastor Kim, I don't sing good. It doesn't matter. You just sing. Come on. You just, you just sing. Come on. You just, you just lift your voice. You just worship. You just worship. I'm telling you, you may sound horrible. You may be horrible. I mean, I may even tell you that sounds horrible. But to God, it is beautiful. And to the devil, it is frightening. It is frightening to the principality pastor that is over your city your song is frightful your song and your joy and your dance is frightful to the kingdom of darkness but I say let the doorkeepers yearn let the doorkeepers sing let the doorkeepers long for the courts of their God hear me now and principalities have to move Pastor Kim, we don't bind them, we don't bind them, we don't cast them out, we don't, we don't do this. And we don't. Yeah, you may have to do that, but can I tell you, if you worship, hear me, if you worship the limitless, unchanging, omnipotent, all-powerful God, it literally brings His essence and His realm into your region to begin to shift and move that principality. how it happened here and in 2006 and 7 or something like that 5, 6, 7 and this is almost saying I'm going to move on there was something that sat down over this probably the nation but over this region long story short you fast forward to 2012 and 13 and forward when revival broke out here in 2015 we began to be homesick for his courts. We began to have a yearning soul. We began to have a voice that cried out. A lot of people come in here and they don't understand our sound and our cry. That's all right. I'll give you one time. Come on. After that, you're just being religious. Come on. there's a cry and there's a disciplined cry and you've got to reach for it because your flesh doesn't want to go there but your spirit is homesick your spirit is homesick y'all talk to me come on your spirit is homesick your soul is yearning hallelujah there's nothing I'd rather do than the duties at the door of your presence God just want to be where your presence has been given access. Regions are waiting for somebody with this kind of a longing. Who will hold the door, open the door, turn the key for his presence. Worship opens the door. Those found by the door have this yearning, homesick, crying out, joyful, singing. And because of that, <clears throat> the Lord gives them full access to his realm and full access my friends is revival full access not access that fits our tidy time sheets come on in our services and then we say ah the door has to close now because it's 20 minutes already come on 
You see, full access is given to those who have a yearning and a homesickness for his courts 24-7. You see, they slept around the presence of God. They slept in close proximity. They slept. They When they awoke, they were in the place where his presence dwelt. Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me, doorkeepers? Do you want to be a doorkeeper? I'm telling you right now. Do you want? Or do you just want a microphone? Or you just want the title? Or you just want a lot of people coming to your church? Is that all you want? Well, then, my friend, you can get that. And there's a lot of things out there to tell you how to get that. But you will not get him. And you will not get what he gives. And you will not get what he brings. God is saying, in 2021, we need doorkeepers who are home, sick, for his presence. Regions are waiting for people like this. Churches like this. Pastors, people are hungry for his presence. Oh, but Pastor Kim, the holding the door is so mundane. It takes a lot of time. And all I'm doing is I'm just standing here holding the door for all these people. Yeah, you're holding the door for all of these people. For all of these people that need deliverance and healing and hope and faith all these people that need to know how to do governmental intercession you're holding the door come on it's not it may be mundane but it is a responsibility and God says I need some doorkeepers to arise shout yes look at your neighbor say turn the key ah. it was a trusted office Verse chapter 9 verse 22 said it was a trusted office. It may appear mundane, but it is a trusted office. You see, the doorkeepers were given credence. Are you with me? They were confided in and they were heavily relied upon. And to the Eastern mindset, this was a situation or a posture of deep humility. Yes, yes, yes. I said deep humility. The longing is expressed, yes, but the actions prove the longing. Come on. The longing is expressed, but the actions prove the the longing. I hope you got that statement that I just made. The longing can be expressed, but you've got to line that up, my friend, with your actions. Come on. Will you stand at the door, pastor, in your city and your region, keeping it open to the presence of God 24 Seven, no matter how long it takes, sustained standing at the door, no matter what comes against you, no matter the mockery, no matter the competitiveness, no matter anything that's going on around you, you say, I'm homesick, I'm yearning, I need the courts of my God and my city and my region need me to stand here and keep the door open. Come on. The actions prove the longing. That's a good word. In the kingdom, pivotal positions are shrouded in humble responses. Like the doorkeeper that says, I'll be the one to stand at the door. A sustained stand. A sustained stand. What are you doing there? I'm standing. Why? Because I have a responsibility. To do what? To keep the door open. Why? He's got to have an access point. A sustained stand. And a doorkeeper can be very unassuming, sometimes unnoticeable. But the heart says, I'll sit, I'll stand, I'll stay, I'll plant, I'll plant in prayer. At the duty of the door, the responsibility, so that heaven can touch my family, my church, my city, my region, my nation. Such a pivotal position that so many need. And I ask today, America, where are the doorkeepers? North, where are the doorkeepers? South, where? East, where? West, where? Come on, where are the doorkeepers? I want to be an entry point. I want to guard, protect, and preserve the place so that God can enter. Genesis 28, 
Jacob woke up from his sleep and he said, surely the Lord is in this place. And I did not know it. How awesome is this place? This is none other. Here we go, y'all. Than the house of God and the gate of heaven. This is the first reference to the house of God in scripture. And it's also called the gate of heaven. This was heaven's, in this moment, was heaven's access point into the earth. The church today is called to be the house of God and the gate of heaven in the earth. We are the entity where heaven and earth collide. Are you with me? We are called to be habitation of his presence or his house, which causes us to then become doorkeepers of his presence, constantly in close proximity to his presence because worship is what opens the door and draws his presence. And this causes us then to become his house. In other words, we have made a place for him to dwell, his house. We have made a house for him to stay. We've told the Lord, you are welcome here. You can show up anytime, in any way, at any moment, and do anything that you choose to do. Holy Spirit, you can stay right here at Fresh Start. It's your home. It's your house. We worship you, and surely you are in this place. Because when I have place already on my worship then it, a byproduct of that is an infiltration of the heavenly realm that comes flooding comes surrounding my worship and that creates an open heaven like Jacob experienced the Celtic term was a thin place my husband talked about it a few weeks ago where it is literally a place that is easier for the divine to enter in and for us to experience the divine did you hear what I just said I long to make my life and this house and other places across this nation places that are so thin and so close to the heavenly realm that you can literally grab the essence and the presence oh shout in this place tonight easy access easy access the atmosphere then becomes saturated with his presence and his power manifests but the pivot point for this to happen is our worship come on somebody Everything pivots on our worship. Worship is the posture at the door that opens the door and makes access of, to heaven, a gate of heaven, and draws the presence of God. It is time to do away with performance worship and get into a raw cry, a heart cry. And God says this, pastors, this, believers, this, my church, is when I will look down and say access granted and he comes come on come on come on come on God needs to make entrance into the regions of our nation I'm talking about a radical holy disturbance I'm talking about a divine interruption that commands the attention of everything around it I'm talking about something that cannot be ignored come on the kind of move of God that doorkeepers welcome and that we guard. It's an entrance that causes culture to bow under the weight of the glory of his presence. 2021 needs access points. Come on. God needs access points this year. Where his glory can be so thick and his presence can be so heavy that culture must bow. Culture must bow. Come on. Are you hearing what I'm saying right now? You want the rhetoric to go away? You want the talking points to die down? then worship come on worship worship and get the glory in this nation get the glory in this nation you want the talking points to go away then stand up body of Christ and begin to radically worship and get the glory in America so that the culture has to bow under the weight of the glory of God shout if you know that's what's coming this year hallelujah Access point. Ah. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. Don't try to be a doorkeeper. Don't try to be a gate way. 
without first being his house. So many want the activity of heaven, but they don't want to pay the price for it. I really wanted to preach the sermon that I preached Sunday tonight, but the Lord said, no, you need to preach it to a fresh start. Come on. You want to sacrifice. There's a huge sacrifice. Don't try to be a doorkeeper without first being his house. A habitation of his presence. Six years ago, we didn't set out with the said, We're gonna, we're gonna, we have this, we have this six-year plan, and this is how it's gonna be. Y'all laugh, but that's real out there. It's real. We didn't start out like that. We started out desperately depressed. Are you, are you hearing me? I mean, like we're at a low point. We'll be in the crowd to God. And that's when God says, here I come. Here I come. So don't be a doorkeeper without, without first being his house, pastors. Because you're only holding the door for your own human ambition. And probably a few demons as well. Isn't that right? But those who become his house, a habitation for his presence, will then find open access, a gateway. Surely the Lord is in this place. This is the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. Hallelujah. And then the gate is open. I'm getting ready to go to the next point. How many points do you have, Pastor Ken? I don't know, about seven or eight. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, you begin to see the activity and the resources of heaven begin to be released without measure. As you become his house, his dwelling place, you position yourself in the chambers of his house. Ah. And then, and then, and then the, the place, the, the atmosphere gets thinner and thinner and heaven gets closer and closer and earth. Come on begin to touch and to kiss one another and you're here and God is here and all of a sudden there's this open place and the activity and the resources of heaven begin to invade without measure. This is where what my husband preached about a couple of weeks ago or so, the miracles and the signs and the wonders begin to manifest. Look, we aren't going to work those things up. Come on. I know it takes faith. I'm not saying it doesn't take faith. We're not going to work them up. We're going to worship. We're going to believe the word and then we're going to keep the door. Come on. We're going to keep the door open for his presence and we're going to say, God, Whatever we have to do, oh, we're just homesick. And the more homesick church that we become, the more that he manifests. And God says, when I come, I bring stuff with me. Come on. Come on, Americans. We like stuff. Come on. God says, God says, when I come, I bring the resources of heaven with me. I bring healing. I bring hope. I bring joy. I bring deliverance. I bring peace. I bring the manifestations of my realm. I bring my river. I bring all that I am when I come. This, my friends, is revival. Shout if you want to be a doorkeeper. So, but here's the next thing. You're at the door. You hold the door. You open the door. Worship opens the door. But every door has a threshold. And I need to tell you that if you want to be a doorkeeper, I'm going to hurry. You better have tenacity at the threshold. Hear me. Once you open the door, you must have some grit at the threshold. Because once the door is open to the territory, to heaven, over the territory, alarms go off in hell. Meh, meh, meh. That's my alarm tonight. And the hordes of hell are saying, such and such territory, Arizona is being breached. Come on. 
Last night, Arkansas is being breached. Alabama is being breached. Wait a minute. Hell was saying all the A states are being breached right now. And God says they're forerunners. Come on. Alarms go off in hell when you're at the threshold. The Bible says in 1 Chronicles 9.22 that they were chosen gatekeepers at the threshold. It was a trusted office at the threshold. We do the duty at the door, but we also help territories and people in those territories across thresholds. Come on. Before you can enter into the more, the crossing over must happen, the crossing over of the threshold. Because thresholds are breaking through places, and every region and territory has thresholds. Are you with me in the room? Please don't check out. Hallelujah. We may have to turn the air down really, really cold, all right? Thresholds are places of opportunity. They are places of warfare. They are places of crossing over from what is to what is to be, from one level of glory into another. And barriers of the demonic are erected by principalities to keep territories in lockdown so that they cannot experience all that heaven has for them but it takes a doorkeeper who has the key who says I will stand here and worship the one true only God opening heaven giving him access and at that moment we have the opportunity to get the grit about us that no matter what the demonic realm throws at us we will stand our ground and say you better watch this you better watch this I'm crossing the threshold. We have crossed numerous thresholds at Fresh Start. 2020, I'm pretty sure we crossed a threshold every day last year. Come on. If you're going to break into regions, you got to learn how to cross thresholds. If I could bear down on one point when I'm preaching into sustained revival, this would be the one, Probably. That you will not sustain it, Pastor, if you do not know how to cross thresholds. So many underestimate this point. Crossing thresholds requires greater spiritual press. And that brings a greater spiritual capacity, which brings a greater spiritual authority. And if you're going to sustain revival, there are no shortcuts, my friend. This is not, come on, this is not a formula I'm giving you tonight. Are you with me? This is an impartation that I'm giving you tonight. Because I may not have to face the same thing that you're going to face, and you may not have to, but you just got to know that when you open that door, that you better understand that with every door, there's a threshold. There's a crossing over. The Bible says, Jesus said, in my Father's house are many rooms. There's many rooms. It could be houses, it could be mansions, maybe, I don't know, but I'm saying this, is that I believe that this is a picture for us to see that we can have even on this earth before we transition into the eternal uh, into the heavenly realm that we can have a continual crossing over into the more of God why are you stopping so short pastor why are you stopping with nominal why are you stopping with what they told you would grow your church why aren't you pressing across that threshold into the next room because every room pastor has a door and every door has a threshold and God is sending me to speak to you now and say Get some grit, get some tenacity, get on your face, get your worship up, and get ready to face the principality with all the power of heaven behind you, ready to push you over that threshold. Shout if you know that's real tonight. Regions have thresholds, territories have thresholds. If you can get through the door, cross the threshold, you will break into a move of the Spirit of God. And you'll take more territory. Fresh start church. And I'm saying this, I know y'all are here. Well, most of y'all, some of y'all. And those of you watching online, you need to be here. They don't get a break. Fresh start people, where are you? They don't get a break. They don't get a break. And it's not because we're just like, God. It's because we understand that when we cross over, 
there's another room. There's another revelation. There's another view. I can see him now. I can see him now. The Lamb of God. I can see. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I I can see another facet of who he is now. Come on, somebody. We don't get a break. We don't get a break. So many people out there taking a break. Got to rest. Got to rest. What were you doing in all of 2020 but resting? Come on. Wake up and get at the door and cross the threshold. Put your hands together and shout because principalities are... Hallelujah. And it's going to be chaotic and it's going to be resistant. And I have to do this quickly. And I know y'all don't believe I'm going to do that. But it makes you feel better when I say that I try. But I want you to look at at Mark chapter 4. And I'll do this very quickly. Because this is a continual process. In sustained revival, you never stop crossing thresholds. This is why I'm teaching you right now. That you have to get tenacity. Nudge your neighbor, say, get some grit. Come on. You better get thick skin. Come on, somebody. You better get a resolve about you, pastors. Come on. You better teach your people how to have resolve, how to have tenacity. Because it's not going to touch you corporately. It's going to touch individually. Are you hearing me? You got to teach them how to bear up underneath of it. Are you with me? And so, so anyway, in Mark 4, and I'm going to read this. Uh, later, later that day after it grew dark, Jesus said to his disciples, watch y'all, let us cross the threshold. I mean, let us cross over to the other side of the lake. So it, they were crossing a threshold. Are you with me? There was a threshold to a region that they were headed to. Watch how I show you this. Threshold to a region. I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing, obviously. And Jesus said, we got to get over that threshold to break open a territory that I'm getting ready to take you to so that the kingdom can manifest. Okay? And that's going to be my last point, And that is my last point after this. But watch what I'm showing you here. Jesus said, let's get in the boat. We're going to cross over to the other side. There's a, there's a threshold we have to get across here. There's a region that we're going to break into. Come on, come on. There's a region we're going to break into. But we got to get past this threshold so we can let the kingdom manifest in the region. So after they had sent the crown away, they shoved off from the shore. And he went teaching in the boat. And there were other boats sailing with them. And suddenly, as they were crossing the lake, a a ferocious tempest arose with violent winds and waves that were crashing into the boat until it was all swamped. And so we see here, we see here that in the natural, this was literally like being on the, in the, on the ocean during a hurricane. Literally, that's what this is. I mean, that would be extremely frightening during, during a hurricane. This is literally what this, this means right here. But, the, but spiritually, it, I see that it was resistance from a demonic principality screaming out, saying, alarms going off in hell, saying we cannot let them cross over this threshold into that region. They are breaching our lockdown over there. We have a man or two over there that have thousands of demons that are holding the ruling principality in place. And Jesus understood what it meant to cross thresholds to release the kingdom into regions. So he said, get in the boat. Now your neighbor say, get in the boat. Come on. Get in the boat. Soon there's hurricane, and Jesus was sleeping. He was on a cushion. He was resting, and they shook him. Now, you watch how I preach this right now. They shook him, and they said, Teacher, don't you even care that we're all about to die? And fully awake, he rebuked the storm, and he shouted to the sea, Hush and calm down. And all at once, the wind stopped howling, and the water became perfectly calm. They broke through the threshold. Jesus calmed the storm and broke through the threshold because he's the breaker. Come on, somebody. But notice that the disciples pulled on the power and the ability that Jesus the breaker had at the threshold. I know we all want to like, and 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 look at them, what they did. They're so wimpy. Come on, 2020. Come on. They're so wimpy. They're so all afraid. Come on, 2020. 
But what I see, yes, Jesus rebuked them for their fear, he, but he did not rebuke them for pulling on his power to get them across the threshold. Jesus is the breaker. He's not only the breaker, he's the door, but he's also the breaker at the threshold. And he's waiting on a church that understands their governmental authority and dominion that has been given to them by him and will rise up and say, Jesus! Wake up! If there's still 50, will you save a nation? If there's still 40, will you save a nation? If there's still 30 and 20 and 10, will you save America? Come on, 2021, it's a threshold. Doorkeepers and gatekeepers had this kind of a charge. They had been given authority at the door. They had been given, confidence had been placed in them. They had been confided in. And the same is true for doorkeepers of revival in regions across this nation. The breaker himself says, look, I am at your disposal. Quit trying uh, uh, to navigate and to plan and to strategize in your limited human thinking and get in the boat with me and let's begin to cross over, pastor, your territory and get, let the breaker get you across that threshold that you have spent, I don't know, about 15 years with church planning and all this kind of stuff to try to get over and you're still back at square one and God sent a screaming woman preacher to tell you wake Jesus up and let let the breaker break you through am I not right every region in this nation needs a breaker church at least one. The breaker anointing. A breaker church with a breaker anointing. Because at every threshold there will be the barriers of the demonic, but there will also be an opportunity for revival. And this is where many lose it and they back up. And they say, man, I want so bad to be a doorkeeper, but this is really tough right now. Are you hearing me? This is really tough. It's really tough. Everything's coming against me. All hell's breaking loose. This is happening. That's happening. That happened to me. This happened to the, this. This this family left. That uh, this one's talking about me. That one called me names. Are y'all with me? I'm not telling you something that hasn't happened to he and I over 36 years of ministry. Are you with me? You better get some grit at the threshold, and you better know who the breaker is. And understand this, and then I'm going to go to the last point tonight. That the same anointing that Jesus operated in, he has given to us as well. The breaker anointing. The authoritative anointing, but also the anointing that initiates. It incites action. Where the explosive deposit of the Holy Spirit breaks through into the natural realm. Heaven is broken open over your church, your region, your city, your life, your family. The gates of hell cannot prevail. The breaker is gone before you according to Micah 2.13. There is nothing that is impenetrable to our God. Come on. You are literally putting an offensive thrust against the defensive line of warfare of the enemy. At every threshold, as as we saw Jesus do in that storm. And you carry an anointing of a breaker if you're going to be a doorkeeper. Hear me at how important that is. Because he will challenge you. The demonic will challenge you. Here we go. At every season change. Come on. He will challenge you at every crossing over. But let me finish this up. Mark 5. They arrived at the other side. Come on, somebody. 
at the region, everybody shout region, region. of the Gadarenes. They crossed the threshold. They entered a new territory. They had tenacity. Jesus stepped on shore. And the moment, are you with me? I'm almost done, sort of. That he took one step on the new territory, what confronted him? A demon-possessed madman came out of the graveyard and confronted him. Pretty much representing the principality that was ruling that region, if you will. The Bible says in verse 3 that the man had been living among the tombs of the dead. No one could restrain him with chains. Every time he would attempt uh, to, uh, they would chain him uh, with shackles. He would snap the chains and break the shackles. He was so strong that no one had the power to subdue him. This is a picture of chaos of the demonic. Are you with me? Chaos of the demonic in the minds of people that are on lockdown in our nation today. And I'm not talking about COVID lockdown, even though that's a byproduct of it. I am saying they are on lockdown by the demonic in their minds because there is a chaos. A, a, a horrific a, a demonic swirl that is attacking territories and it literally they are living among the dead they are walking dead people with the demonic running their life and the Bible says he was shrieking and lurking and blah 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 but let me tell you something when the church crosses thresholds into new territories and regions the people that have been abused and manipulated by principalities they will begin to see a light they will begin to see a brightness they will begin to see and hear a hope they will begin to notice that there is something different about that man about that woman about that preacher about that church about that person they will say something's different and they will literally run to you and they don't know why they're running to you but this man saw Jesus from a distance verse 6 says and he ran and he threw himself down and then the demons start screaming out leave me alone and Jesus said come out of him come out of him now Jesus set him free and he said he said don't the demon said don't send us out of this region hear me now he said don't they said don't send me out of the region why did they not want to go out of the region because if they had been sent out of the region they would have been in serious trouble you hear what I'm saying? They had been set there on assignment from Lucifer or Satan himself to have that territory on lockdown, to have people literally going out of their mind. This was the assignment of this demonic legion. And they said, don't send us out of the region. But Jesus knew something. He said, I'll send you into the pigs. And it drove the pigs crazy. And the pigs went in the water and drowned. Are you hearing what I'm saying right now? Watch what I'm about to show you. And the people got upset. The people got upset because it was messing with their money. For the sake of time, I'm not going to read it word for word. Stay with me. The pig owners... The pig owners said, you better get out of this region. Mammon will confront you, doorkeeper. Watch what I'm about to show you. But what I read in Chronicles and in the book of, I'll find it in my notes in a minute. The book of something in the Bible. <laughs> is doorkeepers and gatekeepers were not only given position at the door and authority at the door and responsibility at the door and a command across thresholds, but they, my friends, were in charge of the money. Come on. I don't think you heard what I said. They handled the money. They had interaction with the money. Now you hear where I'm taking this right now. Because revival will confront mammon in order to release kingdom generosity so that regions can be unlocked for the goodness. How? 
hell and the resources of heaven as long as mammon has a hold on this nation and if we are ever seeing the spirit of mammon manifest we are seeing it right now in January of 2021 and revival stands up and say in Jesus name we will not submit to a spirit of mammon but we turn the key to the kingdom resources and unlock all that heaven has over this region over this nation why because we're doorkeepers we are keepers of the keys of the kingdom of heaven that has unending resources so I'm going to go my last point but look, watch this watch 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 so So this man says, Jesus, can I go with you? Remember, the demons are screaming, don't take it, don't, don't send us out of the region. And he said, Jesus, can I go with you? Jesus said, no, no. He said, man, you got to stay here. He said, go home and, and tell your family what the Lord has done for you. And go and tell them how he had mercy on you. You see what Jesus did? He left a doorkeeper in the region. <laughs> I'm almost done. I'll try it one more time. He left a doorkeeper in the region. Why? Because every region needs a doorkeeper of revival. And you watch what I'm about to say, and I'm going to go to my last point, and it will go quickly, I think. Is that the doorkeepers that I believe that we will see arising rapidly and it's already happening here in Fresh Start are the ones who yesterday used to be running around in the tombs and used to be running around in the darkness. Come on somebody. God is raising up those who have been raw. Those who have been abused by the enemy. Look, understand this. I know it's not a new revelation but it is definitely a revelation that many have not caught yet. And you've got to understand this. That yes, God will use anyone but I'm telling you there's nothing nothing there was no one more radical than somebody whose mind used to be crazy and ow oh, and the devil used to have control and used to wreck them and ruin them and shake them and all of a sudden Jesus crosses a threshold sets them free and they're in the right mind and he says you are a doorkeeper of revival shout if that's what you believe God is raising up and this is my last point go ahead and stand while I preach this last point Hallelujah. worship opens the door everybody say turn the key scream at your neighbor turn the key but the key activates the kingdom Hear me now. And I'm going, to be, I'm going to be very transparent right now. Fresh start. I believe this is where we are growing right now. Worship opens the door. Crossing thresholds gets you into the more. And pulling down uh, principalities, if you will, or displacing them. But the key, everybody say turn the key. It activates the kingdom. Turn the key. Movement. Sustained revival requires a tenacious active faith that you start moving away from stagnation through your intercession and you change territories through kingdom demonstration. Come on. Come on. Kingdom demonstration. The kingdom of God turns or moves with keys. Matthew 16, 19, I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. You bind, you loose, declare improper, unlawful, or lawful. This is why we pray like we pray around here. We pray what God wants to see. Come on. What the kingdom needs to do in America. Doorkeepers of regions must turn the key to release the kingdom in the territory. Two ways. Governmental intercession. 
we allow and we disallow. This is absolutely necessary to sustain revival. You must learn governmental intercession. Are you with me? Are you with me? Kingdom keys open spiritual destiny. Isaiah 22, 22 speaks of the keys or the control that was given to Eliakim over David's house, a type of Christ in the church. He's the keepers of the keys of the heavenly realm. When Jesus walked into regions, as we just read about, he simply turned the key. He turned the key of the kingdom and he modeled it for us for three years. And then he gave that power and that responsibility up to us. And he said, behold, I give you authority now. I give you authority now. I give you authority now. As I demonstrated God's power, you demonstrate God's power. Come on, doorkeepers. Governmental intercession, allow, do not allow, turn. And then we turn the key through demonstrations and manifestations of the kingdom of God. Jesus turned the key. The Bible says as he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. Regions are waiting on doorkeepers to turn the key of the kingdom. They guard, they cross thresholds, and then they turn the key of the kingdom of heaven and release. Come on, are you hearing me? I hope this is making sense. Because first you got to stand and guard the door and worship and open it up to heaven's access. Then you got to have grit and tenacity. And you got to have thick skin at the thresholds. Come on. And then you got to understand governmental intercession and have your keys of the kingdom and understand that now that heaven is open, now that we are a house of God and there's a gate of heaven, the portal is open. You're crossing into region after region after region, taking territory away from the devil. Now is the time, body of Christ, where we open up, come on, and we turn the key and we open up the kingdom of manifestations and demonstrations and say God it is nothing that we can offer it is only what you can offer to this territory to this region to this nation to this city so I know that you've given us the key so right now tonight even in Phoenix Arizona and all over this nation where people are watching the church in this nation in America it is a ripe time to turn the key and let the kingdom manifest in this region in your region thank you for listening in to the fresh start church podcast where we exist to influence a nation with revival you can order pastor kim's book doorkeepers of revival at doorkeepersofrevival.com and you can listen to fresh start revival worship on apple music spotify or wherever you stream your music thank you for tuning in we'll see you next time